<laughs> right? <laughs> All right. How many people are new today? Okay. We have a lot of new slides, so we're going to spend <clears throat> most of the lecture on the new slides. And, uh, but we will just do a fast review of some of the basics for those that are new. Also, these are videotaped, and therefore people out there who haven't been to prior lectures want to see it. So I'll just present some of the background. As I said, the whole kinesiologic method itself uh, was a fortuitous discovery. I mean, I mean, its application to consciousness research was a fortuitous discovery. And I felt it was so important that uh, I had to stop everything and do research on it. And, and, uh, and uh, it was a very important piece of work. It was, so my dedication was pretty much like Sir Alexander Fleming. You know, when Fleming discovered what penicillin could do, he couldn't rest until he had gotten it across to the world because he saw the implication. Out of it comes out of all the pharmacology, the cure of all the diseases. When, you know, I had a huge practice for many years. I practiced for 50 years. And when I started out, the diseases that were prevalent you don't even see anymore. I can hardly believe. <laughs> but all the people, all the people in the hospital where I went, none of those diseases even exist. <laughs> How can that be? That's due to all the wonders of science and the progression of our civilization. Yeah? All right. So um, we'll start off with just a review. We could do number one, which we always do, to give us an orientation. Now, this scale of consciousness has become relatively well-known. You, you realize it's an absolute scale. It defines the absolute, not which is relative. <laughs> if it's 38 degrees out, it's 38 degrees out, according to this thermometer, and that's an absolute fact. <laughs> it doesn't change how you think about it or whether you see yourself as a victim of the temperature <laughs> or not. <laughs> Map of consciousness, then, it gives us a, 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 common, a common point of reference. And it, it works pretty much like an altimeter or a barometer or a thermometer. It just gives you the temperature gauge of an energy field. This energy field then has a physiologic response. Uh, the physiologic response is shown most easily by the kinesiologic response, but it's also shown in many other ways. Yeah, there's alterations in brain function, neurophysiology, and as Carol uh, has shown, I just got a recent paper, uh, the update on the pupillometry the pupil of the eye reacts depending on the truth or falsehood of a stimulus, irrespective of the person's personal opinion. The critics of it say, you know, it doesn't work. And kinesiology does not work in a lot of people. Those who calibrate below 200 doesn't work at all. 
and above 200, there's also a limitation. So about a third of people in the United States are capable of doing ordinary kinesiology. The criticism is people can't understand what it means to be objective. It, objective means they'll say, well, you said so-and-so calibrated is so-and-so. I don't say it at all. I don't care what they calibrated at. I have the slightest interest. <laughs> On a personal level, because when you're doing diagnosis, you just want to know the truth for its own sake, for its own sake. That seems to be beyond some people's comprehension, that you're interested in truth for its own sake. So I say if you have a biased opinion, first ask what the truth is, and then decide on an opinion about that, instead of in reverse. And the letters we get we can't make it work is because they go the other way around. First they have an opinion. <laughs> First they have an opinion, and then the, it doesn't corroborate their opinion. Uh, it requires actually some sophistication to be consistently accurate.